depressed. Broke her off, hitting it. Broke her off, made her feel good. Now I got myself a regular customer. Looking at man, nigga trying to psych me out, talking about he a killer and all. Old school nigga, he don't want us to have to put that heat on his ass, Billy P. You want me to take him out? Nah, let the nigga breathe. He make my mom unhappy, make his ass bleed. On the real, make him feel the steel. Long as she happy, he got his life. Won't be no strife. And I hope his ass hear me too, nigga. I hear you. You know the problem with you little niggas? You think you know everything about the damn world. And you don't know shit. Now I see you got yourself a little business going. Well, that's good. That's good. You make that paper. But when you making paper, you got to learn some rules to go with it. You got to learn the difference between guns and butter. There are two type of niggas in this world. They're niggas with guns and niggas with butter. Now, what are the guns? The guns, that's the real estate. The stocks and bonds. Artwork. You know, shit that appreciates with value. What's the butter? Cars, clothes, jewelry, all that other bullshit that don't mean shit after you buy it. That's what it's all about. Guns and butter, baby. Little dumb motherfuckers. See what I'm saying, cuz? This nigga come up in this motherfucker doing this shit every night, nigga. That's on the real, cuz. What? Yesterday's price it's not today's price. Episode 19, nigga. Y'all ready? Hey. Imagine every player's aiming coach right. Master recipes under stove lights. The number on his jersey is the quote price. You order Diet Coke, that's a joke, right? Everybody get it off the boat, right? But only I can really have a snow fight. Detroit nigga challenge, what's your dope like? If your bin's bigger, step it up to ghost life. Missy was our only misdemeanor. My tunnel vision's better under stove lights. You order Diet Coke, that's a joke, right? My workers compensated so they don't strike. Wish me luck, see green like Don Bishop The ones you trust don't change like them chains you tuck Far as I'm concerned, who's the best? Me and Yezos Washed and dried, so give me all of mine and pesos Add it up Your bitches in them pictures, but they laser tagging us They mad at us Who wouldn't be? We became everything you couldn't be Everything your mama said you shouldn't be The Porsche's horses revving like, look at me I'm still pitching, baby, batter up. Imaginary players aiming coach right. Master recipes under stove lights. The number on his jersey is the quote price. You order Diet Coke, that's a joke, right? All you niggas get it off the boat, right? But only I can really have a snow fight. Detroit nigga challenge, what's your dope like? If your bin's bigger, step it up to ghost life. 
The flows untouched, the drums. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm reloaded. Leave it on the table podcast. Your boy Trey. Trigger React TV, Trey Sean Terrell, your boy Trey. But on the podcast, you could definitely call me Trey. Welcome back. Welcome to Leave It on the Table Podcast. I am your host, Trey. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we got some sad, sad news. Not really, really too sad, but of course, usually I would do I'm here with your the favorite co-host, your favorite co-host, my beautiful co-host, and I'll hit y'all with the you know what I'm saying? But unfortunately, Crystal is not here this weekend. Aww. Now, of course, it's all right. It's all right. You feel me? Now, of course, Crystal will be back, y'all. She's going to be back. She's going to be back. So listen, if you only listen to the podcast for Crystal, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's some fake shit, though. You know what I'm saying? You should be listening to both of us. You know what I'm saying? So if she not here and you dead ass click off this podcast that I said that, that's some fucked up shit. I ain't going to front. And you a fake ass fan. I ain't going to lie. But listen. She will be back next week. And I'm saying she have a little, you know, vacation with the family. You feel me? To Atlanta. And plus, you know, Crystal had a little, you know what I mean? Her throat was a little hoarse right now. She lost her voice. You know what I'm saying? But she will be back type shit. So, honestly, you only got me this weekend. You know what I'm saying? So, it was either wait till Crystal come back or y'all don't get nothing this Sunday. So, I really made a executive decision. And I said to myself, you know what? I didn't like how last time we left y'all with no podcast, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to do that again, you know what I'm saying? So we got to keep the ball rolling. We got to keep the ball moving type shit. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Episode 19, you know what I'm saying? So she will definitely be back on episode 20, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Crystal. She she will be coming back type shit. Um, hopefully y'all niggas is good. Hopefully y'all had a good weekend. Um, this weekend, honestly, bro, it was long, bro. This this was a long week. I mean, the time has gone by really fast, but it's been a long week type shit. I'm not going front, but um, you know what I'm saying? We just going to get right into it. Hopefully, y'all niggas is doing good. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the listeners. Shout out to the fucking loyal listeners. You know what I'm saying? So um, if you on your way to work, if you at work, if you in the crib chilling, shout out to y'all. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Leave it on the table podcast. We are 19 episodes in. You know what I mean? One more episode and we in the 20s. You know what I'm saying? We on the 20. You know what I'm saying? So um, shout out to us type shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but real quick, though, I just want to jump right into it. Um, I got a lot of stuff to talk about. Well, not really a lot of stuff, but a couple of things. Maybe I'm not going to keep y'all for an hour. We just, you know, depending on the time and depending on the topics and shit like that. But um, I know y'all niggas been really looking at this Young Thug case, bro. Now, honestly, shout out to my nigga Young Thug. Shout out to my nigga Gunner. You know what I mean? Uh, Really, that's the only niggas I got to shout out because I do not know half of y'all niggas and why I sell. I'm going to be honest with you. You feel me? I can't shout y'all niggas out. But shout out to Young Thug, shout out to Gunner. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, bro, it's looking really, really bad for your boy Young Thug, and it's looking really bad for the boy Gunner right now. So of course, Young Thug and YSL case continues. So listen, on June 2nd, right, Young Thug and his lawyers, or his lawyer, I think he got two lawyers that's working with him. I think it's two. I think I believe it's a it's a white man and a black man as well, too. I think he got two lawyers on this case. So you know what I mean? Young Thug is trying to come prepared, uh, obviously. You know what I'm saying? He got a lot of shit that's um that's on his back right now. So, of course, on June 2nd, 
Young Thug and his lawyers was in court again trying to get a bond for Young Thug, but it's not going so good, y'all. I'm not going to lie. Now, I saw this on YouTube, and I've been reading the blogs and shit like that. It's not going good. So he's trying to get another bond hearing. You know what I'm saying? The first one, the judge denied it. This time, the judge denied it again. Now, I'm not going to lie, y'all. The prosecutors, they are coming with some shit. And this is what I be telling y'all niggas too, bro. I be telling y'all, y'all niggas want to be out in the street. It's some niggas on the street and it's some niggas on the sidewalk. It pays to really walk and ride your bike and stay on your lane in the sidewalk because sometimes you don't really have to worry about getting hit. But if you want to play in the field or you want to play in the street, this is the shit that, that comes with the territory. You know what I'm saying? So listen to this. 28 people from YSL has been charged, right? So that's like 30 niggas, bro. 30 niggas has been charged for this indictment case, right? So apparently, out of the I don't know how much people out of the 28 people, but it's 28 people, right? A couple of people that got booked with Young Thug and Gunna, they are basically telling on Young Thug. They basically, they're, they're doing interviews with the prosecutors. So right now, so this is what, if y'all don't understand, some people in YSL, they they didn't do anything. So out of those 28 people, let's just say, let's say 15, right? Let's say 15 out of 28 people just got booked because they are in YSL. Now, granted, YSL is a big ass record label. Like they have a lot of members in YSL. You know what I'm saying? Really, the only people I knew from YSL, of course, is Young Thug, Gunna, and uh, I think Yat Gotti, I know I knew about him. Um, they denied his bail too. Um, and old boy that passed away. Uh, I forgot his name. Rest in peace to him. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I think his name was uh was not Keem or Ken YSL Ken Keem, I believe. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the only people I knew, right? So let's just say 15 people out of 28, right, didn't do anything, didn't do no murders didn't commit robberies, didn't sell no drugs, right? They just was artists. They was just rappers, singers, entertainers. That was it, right? They can actually do an interview or, you know, tell, that's that's what it is. They could basically tell the prosecutors and, and give the prosecutors evidence on Young Thug and say, listen, I'm not trying to go to jail over over some shit that I didn't do. I'm not trying to go to jail over some shit that my boss did and now I'm I'm a YSL member and I signed a contract and y'all took me to jail. So now I'm just here because I, I'm, I'm signed to a label. They could actually interview or snitch on Young Thug and other people that's in the group and basically say, listen, he did that. He did that. He did this. Um, he told me he did that. Listen, I I don't know. I'm just I was just a rapper in the studio, and they could really reduce the sentence, or they could go free. So basically, a lot of people in YSL right now, they know they're going to get hit with football numbers. I mean, this is this is this is evident. They know they're going to get hit with football numbers. You feel me? So they saying like, damn, like shit, like. And listen, some of these niggas that's, that got booked, some of these niggas are like 21. 22, 23, 24. Some of these niggas are 15, 16. I saw a 15-year-old on 
on YouTube, he had a trial. He had the same trial date as Young Thug and Yat Gotti and some other people. Boy, he was 15 years old. He accepted a plea deal. I'm telling you, bro, they got people in YSL that's like 17, 16 years old. Never saw jail, never saw prison in their life. You feel what I'm saying? So right now, it's like they're trying to be loyal, but you got to understand somebody's son is in jail right now. Now, of course, if you were 16 years old, 17 years old, and Young Thug come to you and say, listen, I, I fuck with your music. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to sign you to YSL. I want to change your life. Of course, a 16, 17-year-old parent is going to let their son sign a contract. You feel me? They, Some of these people, listen, they from the mud. Not even some. All of them. All of them is from the mud. So if they could sign a piece of paper to make their son a millionaire or the son can sign a paper to make themselves a millionaire and, and help their mom out and get them out the struggle. Of course the mother's going to do it. But of course the mom is not going to let their son sit in a jail if they know their son didn't do any of this. So basically right now, that's what the prosecutor is saying. The prosecutor is saying it's some members and YSL right now doing interviews with them saying that he is in charge of everything. You feel me? Now, some of these YSL members are saying he was the leader of the situation. We basically did whatever he said to do. Now, listen, some of them also said if we didn't listen to him, if we cooperate with any law enforcement, he's going to cut us. He's going to cut us off and he will kill us and our family. So the prosecutor brought that to the table. Also, the prosecutor said young thug was doing a lot of FaceTime hits and he was doing a lot of FaceTime calls and not regular calls because it's harder to wiretap a FaceTime call. So the prosecutor put that to the table. Also, Young Thug lawyer, and I don't understand why the fuck. So you see, this is what I'm saying, Young Thug. You got a lot of money, bro. And I'm not going to lie. I've been watching this damn, this bond hearing I'm not going to lie. I'm not saying you have a shitty lawyer, but I'm not going to lie, bro. Your lawyer is not coming hard as these prosecutors. Now, I'm not going to lie. When I was in school, at some point in time, I really wanted to be a defense attorney, defense attorney, just because I'm like, damn, it's a lot of black people going to jail. And I really, really want to be a defense attorney because I'm not going to front. Every time I see a prosecutor, they are always one up on a defensive attorney. A defense attorney all the time. It's like these prosecutors be knowing some shit. You feel me? So when I was in school, I'm like, damn, I, I fake want to be a lawyer. I'm not going to lie. That shit went out the window. I'm not going to front. So, but that's, that's just me. Young thug, I'm not going to lie, bro. You got a lot of money, bro. Now, I'm not saying you got a trash ass lawyer, but I'm not going to front. If you had the prosecutor that's going against your ass right now as your lawyer, I ain't going to lie. You probably will have a bond right now because I'm not going to front your lawyer did the stupidest and said the stupidest shit in the world. I'm not going front. Can I just play this for um Young Thug Lawyer? You want me to talk my shit? I talk my shit. You feel me? So let's talk about it. Are you dumb, dighead? I'm definitely going to talk my shit on Young Thug um Lawyer. This bozo is going to go into the courtroom and say and and and, and say Young Thug wasn't taking any drugs. When he was out in the street. This is what I read 
Now, I don't know how true that is, but a lot of people are saying it. Basically, Young Thug Lawyer lied, basically saying he doesn't take drugs. But again, the prosecutor was a step ahead saying, we got jail recordings. And this is another thing, Young Thug. What the fuck? You are in jail. You are still. How? Listen, why are you in jail? First of all, I'm not going to lie, bro. If I'm in jail and if, if if I'm involved in a RICO case and these niggas got me and my team and we got indicted, I'm not saying nothing on that jail phone. I don't understand y'all niggas. Y'all niggas are in jail. Like, bro, first of all, you got caught with your phone. They wiretap your phone. So why do you think that they don't have their own jail recording? I don't understand why you even talking to people inside the jail. I don't even understand why you even talking about your case in jail. I'm not going to lie, bro. You got to really be low key with this shit. And they're not. So they basically got recordings, right? The prosecutor said they got recordings saying that Young Thug was on the phone with some people saying that he's gone through withdrawals. You feel me? He's going to withdrawals right now. And I don't understand why Young Thug lawyer what dead ass say, oh, my client don't doesn't take drugs. Bro, they are using your lyrics in the case. If they're using your lyrics in the case saying, oh, he he's look, he's shooting people. He says that he shoot people. Why sell? We we shoot at the cops. We fuck the cops. So obviously they have a lyric saying that you a pop a perk. You drink lean. You do, you do this, you do that. Look, I'm a, I'm off as any and Adderall. That's what you be saying. So why would your fucking nut ass lawyer come in a courtroom and say my client don't take drugs, but this nigga be rapping about perks, Zannies, Mollies, Adderall, um, fucking, I, I don't know all that. That's, that's the only drugs I be I be really knowing. You feel me? He raps about these things. So why would your lawyer? Set himself up, set himself up for failure. That's my. That's what I'm saying too. I'm really scratching my head at the damn lawyer too. I'm saying to myself like, bro, is your lawyer really working for you right now, my nigga? Because he's doing a, a very bad job right now trying to really represent you. But that's not even. That's 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 not even. You know, feel me? That I'm not even finished, right? So, Young Thug is basically saying or said on the um on the phone he's going through withdrawals. So the prosecutor is saying, bro, uh, basically this nigga's a crackhead. In a nutshell, this nigga is a crackhead and we do not need him to go out. We do not need him to 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 leave this jail so he could go use drugs again. And you got to understand it's a Rico case. It's a indictment case. They got them for murder, um, robbery, selling drugs. So you never know if Young Thug get around drugs, who's to say he won't take it or sell it? Not saying he will sell it. He's a millionaire. Obviously, he's a rapper. He Why would he sell drugs? But you got to understand, this is the indictment case. So they're looking at drugs as far as taking and selling. So that was another step that the prosecutor had on them. Or not yet, not even a step, a fucking a point. So that's two points right now that the prosecutor got. Also, they went into Young Thug's house saying he had a large arsenal of weapons such as shotguns, AR-15s, handguns, and etc. And these guns were not locked up in a safe place and it was around kids' reach. Another point for the prosecutor. You have all these arsenal of guns. They're saying right now, why do you have AR-15s? Why do you have more than one AR-15? Why do you have more than one shotgun? Why do you have all these handguns? Now they're putting two to two together. Well, 
if you are a street gang leader, and I'm not saying that, this is what the prosecutors are saying. This is what the fucking people in the court is saying. If you are equipped with military weapons, that means you need this arsenal because you're a street leader and you never know what will will happen. You know what I'm saying? You might go to war with other people. So you got to have these arsenal of weapons, right? If you're a street leader. And that's another thing the prosecutor said. He is not to be trusted because these guns are in children's reach. And also, he has AR-15s, he has handguns, he has shotguns. We have reason to believe these are the weapons that they use to kill and to use to do these little drive-bys and these little gang activities. These are the guns they have. If we let him out, he is going to be a risk to the street. So basically, the judge heard that. And it was denied. So the bond was denied on behalf of him being a flight risk, a drug addict, and also a shriek threat. Now, listen, this is one thing that the lawyer did or said that kind of made sense. And I thought that the judge was going to budge. But of course, the judge was not the judge was not jacking nothing. The judge was not budging. He was he said to himself, hell no. Now, this is what Young Thug lawyer said. The Young Thug lawyer was like, listen. Uh, we could, if you let him out, you could put him on an electric monitor. You could put him on a, um, physical monitoring with a cop. Um, no electronics or so no cell phones, no tablets, no nothing. Only connection with a studio. And you could do a drug test. I believe it was every day or every week. I, I believe it was, uh, every day, every day drug, um, every day drug test. And the judge still said, hell no. And this was going to cost Young Thug around a million dollars. A million dollars. And Young Thug was like, the lawyer basically was saying, like, he, he could pay it. And the judge was like, nah, not jacking that. Nope. I don't care how much money he he makes. And honestly, too, the judge wasn't even that bad, y'all. I'm not going for I see a lot of people saying, you know, the judge, I'm not going to lie. That black judge, he was kind of fair. I ain't going front. He didn't look like he he didn't fuck with Young Thug and shit like that. He looked like a fair judge, bro. But I this is what y'all have to understand, right? Y'all have to really like think about this shit. I'm not trying to be a pick me. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying this because Young Thug and Gunner is not my is is uh is not my favorite rapper and shit like that. Nah. I'm gonna be fair all across the board, bro. You have to understand, bro. This is a Rico case. You feel me? This ain't this ain't no regular case. This man is accused of killing people. Also, he has his own YSL members telling on him, saying to the prosecutors, like, yo, bro, he, yeah, he he's a leader. He he's telling people to shoot people. He's he's the one that's that's drawing up the, the hits and shit. So of course he's not gonna get a bomb, bro. And then some of y'all is saying, how can you use lyrics? And how can you use lyrics in a trial? How can you do this? How can you do this and then a third? I do find that bogus because some of these rappers be rap capping. Some of these niggas never shot a gun in a day in their life, but they be rapping about they shooting guns and shit. But you got to understand, bro. Uh, this nigga Young Thug, he's rapping about shooting guns and I ain't going to front. I uh, think that nigga really be shooting guns. I ain't going to front. I, I think so. I'm not. Listen. 
I ain't trying to I ain't trying to tell on a nigga. I mean, they ain't gonna use my podcast for evidence. You feel me? Because I ain't saying shit. But I'm just saying, do I think that Young Thug is like that? I believe so. Also, his lawyer was trying to bring people. Um, I think he brought his CEO uh, of the record label. You know, he was there. He was shedding some tears. It was also it was a kid there as well too that um was stating that you know Young Thug changed his life around and shit like that. But honestly, bro, uh. I'm going to be real honest with y'all. It's not looking good for Young Thug. They denied this nigga Bond twice. His lawyer right now was trying to make another fucking trial date for him in August. But the judge is jacking like, I'm not going to lie. Uh, the only thing I got is January 2023. So, Young Thug right now, I don't know, y'all. He 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 looking like he might not. I mean, I'm, I'm listen, I do not want to see. I hate seeing a black and young male. A black young male in jail. You feel me? But you got to understand, bro. And Young Thug said this shit, too, when he was on The Breakfast Club. On The Breakfast Club. He dead ass said, he, like, all this, all the bad shit he done in his life, if it come back to him, he's just going to take it on the chin like a soldier. So right now, as y'all can see, I believe he's doing a good job right now. You feel me? He, he, he I mean, you could tell he look a little stressed out. Of course, it's jail. But you got to understand, bro, like, this man knew... And this and this man know, and that's the thing too. This man know, so we don't know. All we all we all we all we doing right now is, or like we just assuming, or we're going off of assumptions, right? But some of y'all niggas is saying in the comments like, yeah, you know, Young Thug is like that. Yeah, you could be like that. Nobody is nobody is calling nobody pussy. Nobody's calling anybody pussy and shit like that. But y'all y'all have to understand. When you get a certain, when you get a certain age, bro, or when you get a certain bracket of money, when are you gonna realize, like, okay, let me just chill out. All this street shit is not even cool. And number two, he, you have kids, bro. <laughs> you feel me? So it's like, do you really wanna like really be a fucking forty-five year old still gang banging with kids? That shit is a little, it's a little suspect. It's a little lame to me. And I feel, and I really feel bad for Gunner too. Cause Gunner got to wait to January for his bond hearing, his next bond hearing, which is fucked up because I don't feel like Gunner did any of this shit at all. I don't feel like he robbed nobody, killed nobody, sent a hits out, but you have to look the same energy y'all niggas got with Gunner. Y'all saying like, yo, I feel bad for Gunner, bro. You know, that's fucked up. I don't feel like he did none of this. He's just in a, in, a, in a bad situation. Well, that is true. And and my prayers go out to Gunner and his family. But y'all have to do the reverse. You feel me? Y'all got to reverse it too. What if, say, hypothetically speaking, right? What if? And I'm saying what if. What if this shit is true? What if Young Thug is really making niggas send out hits on people, right? And what if one of the people that Young Thug had beef with the, he and, and the YSL members tried to catch one of the niggas that they had beef with, but caught, caught, um, caught his brother or caught his cousin that didn't have nothing to do with the beef. And what if what if they killed what if they killed them? What if somebody from YSL killed an innocent person because they couldn't find the person that they was beefing with? Would y'all niggas have the same energy? Would y'all niggas have the same energy? Like, damn, that's fucked up. So y'all gotta look at it at, at two ways, bro. See me, 
I, I, I hate people that contradict themselves. I can't say prayers go out to Gunna without saying, well, prayers go out to the families that probably lost their loved ones in this situation that didn't really have nothing to do with the situation. You feel me? So it's really prayers to both sides. You know what I'm saying? So, but yesterday, um, of course, Gunner wasn't there. Like I said, Gunner got his fucking bond hearing in January, which is crazy because I really feel like boy didn't do nothing, but he's guilty because who's he, who's he signing under? You know what I'm saying? So, which is fucked up, bro. But, uh, Prayers go out to Young Thug. Prayers go out to fucking Gunner Man. Uh, to the rest of the YSL, you know, members. I I believe. I guess. I mean, pray, I mean, yeah. You know what? Prayers go out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, uh, hopefully y'all keeping your head up. It's just a, it's a, it's a real fucked up situation. But I ain't gonna front. Young Thug is shit is looking real wacky. Now listen. Also, too, I wanted to talk about this man. Firearms. Yo, this is this yo, bro. This is crazy. Last time I was on this podcast, or last time we was on this podcast, we was talking about the guns in this country. We was talking about innocent people dying. And if you didn't hear that, um, that podcast, enough is enough, is on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify. Y'all already know what it is. Tapping. Um, a firearms continues to win, and more people are dying. Now, listen. If y'all didn't hear, it was another another mass shooter. A mass shooting happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma that left four people dead at a medical center. Yes, a medical center, bro. So it's basically safe to say that people ain't safe at uh, grocery stores. People ain't safe at medical centers. And people in, is damn sure ain't safe at a school. So now we got to worry about doctors. Feel me? So let's, this is exactly what happened. The gunman who killed four people which was Wednesday, June 1st, targeted his surgeon, Dr. Preston J. Phillips. The shooter blamed the doctor for chronic pain he experienced after a recent back surgery. Now, look, it, this, this is the crazy part. A letter was uh, recovered on the suspect, and he made it crystal clear he came with the intent to kill Dr. Phillips and anyone who came in his way. Crazy thing about it, well, he did. And I believe he actually killed two secretaries that was in the medical center as well, too. So it was two. I believe it was two secretaries or one secretary. I, th I believe it's two. Um, I don't feel like looking. So I, I believe I think it was like one or two. But um, it was people in the um, the medical center that was actually trying to stop him. This is my thing. Rest in peace to y'all. Rest in peace to the secretaries. Rest in peace to the people that tried to stop him. Uh, uh, I'm not going to lie, y'all. If you see someone with, and it's really, it's crazy that we got to break this down. And it's crazy that we got to really say this shit. But if y'all see somebody with a gun and they're looking for somebody and they got a big ass, I don't care what gun they have. They can have a big ass gun. They can have a, they can have a medium sized gun. They could have a fucking little ass baby gun. But if that shit shoot real bullets, you might as well just move out the way. Now, if it was me, and I'm not trying to make this a, a, a joking matter, but this is life or death. If someone comes in my place of business or if I'm in a hospital and somebody tell, if I'm a secretary and somebody got a gun to my head or a gun to my face and say, hey, where's Dr. Phillips? Tell me right now before I, I blow your brains out. 
I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna point to somewhere. I'm I'm like he's over there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Not I'm not saying the point where he exactly at, but I, I would be like he's somewhere over there. Like because uh, my thing is this: you have a family now. It's it's really fucked up that he had to die. And it, and it's really sad that it's really sad too because I believe the doctor was black and the shooter was black as well too. Now we definitely come on this podcast and we say you know a lot of people you know this world really you know really don't look at white kids or white shooters like terrorists or you know they really don't put the put that label on them. The only label they really put on them is like oh he has a medical condition or he got bullied, but it's really sad when you see a black, you know, a black shooter. I mean, it's sad either way. It's sad across the board when you see a white shooter um, as well. But when you see a black shooter and that killed a black doctor is a little unfortunate just because it's like, come on, bro. Like, that's 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 not our that's not our domain. We don't shoot up medical centers. We don't shoot up schools like that's just not in our culture. You know what I'm saying? Uh, unfortunately, we have you know, a bad reputation of shooting each other, which we need to stop fucking doing. Hello. You feel me? Um, but you know, this is it's just it's just really sad. But you know, rest in peace to the secretaries, rest in peace to the doctor. Um, also too, the shooter, he passed away as well too. But you know, this is one thing with these guns, this, this, like this gun law right now, bro. I don't know if we're gonna really stop guns anymore i don't i don't really think that we're gonna i mean this is the thing we can't stop guns you feel me now i put it like this should we should we trade in our guns should we make a a, a new amendment saying no more guns absolutely not i have a firearm a legal firearm now listen my thing is this right it's not even about the guns that's really killing people you feel me because we can't say that we can't say guns is killing people now Stupid motherfucker, stupid motherfuckers with guns kill people all the time. You feel me? So I really believe that it should be an age requirement also too. I really think that before you get a gun, I really think they should have like a mental, mental wellness check, a, men, a mental wellness check test before you buy a gun, bro. Because a lot of these kids, bro, and a lot of these people that's getting these guns, they're not really mentally inclined. Like a lot of them, they're, they're, their brain is a little wacky and it's a little crazy. You feel me? So for someone that's 18 years old, and I'm not saying that this shooter was 18 because he's not, but you just got to look at it. You could be 18 years old. You can't even buy alcohol, but you could go inside a Walmart. You could go inside an academy. You could go inside a dick sporting goods. You could go inside a pawn shop and buy an AR-15, but you can't even buy a drink. You, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to lie, bro. Like, if you if you want an AR-15, they need to really, like, they need to really, really come out with a, a, a new system. I really believe if you're not hunting... Why the fuck do you have an AR-15? That's that's my thing. Like, you have this big-ass AK, this big-ass AR-15. What the fuck are you doing with that big-ass gun? I have a 9mm, bro. Legal, and it's for protection. You feel me? I don't be out here flaunting my gun. My, the crazy thing about it, I don't even like having my gun on me. Because 
in any moment, something could happen. I could be in, in fear of my life and someone could go. You get what I'm saying? So I don't even understand how in this fucking country we live in, you could really just go inside a store and be like, hey, AR-15, how old are you? 18. Let me see ID and you can get it. You feel me? That, that's, that's, that's the weird shit to me. But if you see this shooter from Oklahoma, if you saw his picture, and I know probably some of y'all did, he looked crazy, bro. He looked like he had a mental health problem. And that's my thing. I'm sorry, but if I'm looking at you and you look like you got a problem, you know, we that's what we should do. Have y'all ever been in a bar and a bartender could look at you and he see you stumbling and shit? Hey, look, I ain't going to serve you no more drinks. You're done. If you go inside a damn store and someone look mentally dumb, let me not say dumb. I'm sorry. If they look mentally crazy, I can't even say crazy. You know what? I can't say shit. If they look mental, how about that? I can't say, you know, because, you know, this this fucking world that we live in is a little sensitive. We can't say fucking dumb. We can't say crazy. If you see someone that look mentally ill, there we go. That's the word I'm looking for. If you see someone that's mentally ill, because I ain't going to lie, the shooter in, um, in Oklahoma, his eyes was all poked out and shit. I would be like, sir, um... You know, we we can't sell you this. We can't sell you this gun. You know what I'm saying? For for mental health reasons, we can't sell you it. I think we should really do that. I think we should really have like a mental health test or something. Because I'm not going to lie, bro. Like, a lot of people that's getting guns, they, they really have like a mental health issue. And it's sad to say, and nobody want to say it, but I'm not going to lie. This is like three shooting, three or four shootings. Well, I, I think it had been four shootings. I think it was another shooting on the campus. I didn't read about that one, so I can't, um, you know, talk about that one. But there's three shootings, Buffalo, uh, the school, and now in Oklahoma. First of all, the first, the guy in Buffalo, he just, he hate black people. That's just, he was a racist. Point, point blank period. But he had a mental health issue. The boy at school, he looked like he had a mental health issue. And this shooter in Oklahoma, mental health issue. Don't y'all see that the most people that that's doing these shootings got mental health issues, bro? So I'm just, it's just, it's sad to say, but you know, I mean, this shit ain't, I'm not going to front. They, they never, it's, it's not going to stop. They're not going to stop guns. Of course, you can't stop guns, but as far as background checks, the United, the, the United States need to do a little a little better job, like just 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 a little. It's not even a little, bro. I'm trying to get this fucking. I'm trying to get this fucking country to benefit of the doubt. I'm not going front. This is this is the, this is my podcast type shit. This is my platform, and I'm gonna say what the fuck I want. The United States ain't shit when it comes to background checks. I don't even know why I'm trying to be politically correct. I I don't even know why I'm trying to be politically correct. This country ain't shit when it comes to backgrounds. Simple as that. So. I'm not going to lie. They don't give a fuck about it. And I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I really feel like they be uh, checking the black people backgrounds more than they check the white people. I ain't going for it. I think white people could really just go inside, get a gun, and not even do a background check. That's just that's what I'm just saying. But listen, rest in peace to the um to those people in Oklahoma. Uh, Really sad. I'm not going to front. Prayers go up to them. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm getting tired of speaking about people that's being victimized and of this fucking gun situation. This shit is getting kind of whack, but um, rest in peace to them. 
Now listen, y'all. I I wanted to talk about this shit. Is really weird that Crystal is not here. I'm I'm really I'm real life talking to myself. Shit is kind of walk. Yeah, yo, Crystal, bring your ass back next week. But anyway, listen. I wanted to talk to y'all about the Jada Pickett Smith shit. Now I'm a, I'm gonna play this clip. You know, she was talking about the Oscars and shit like that, and she was you know talking about alopecia. Now she. She had a real, real, real good episode about alopecia. Um, rest in peace to the girl Rico that killed herself. It was a 12-year-old um, female that killed herself um, this past March uh, because she was getting bullied in school. She was getting bullied in school uh, uh, about her alopecia. And her mom, you know, actually came on the Red Table Talk and talked to um, Jada and the family. So rest in peace to the um to the girl Rico. Really, really sad episode. And um, I'm not gonna lie, alopecia is a real thing. It's a real um, it's a real, real big community. Shout out to the people with that has alopecia. But I'm is and and I'm and I gotta make this clear. I'm not talking about the people that has alopecia. This goes all for Jada Pickett Smith. I'm not gonna lie, Jada, you are one slide devil. I'm not gonna lie. So I'm gonna play this clip. And I'm going to talk my shit. I'm really going to talk my shit. We're going to play this clip. Important Red Table Talk on alopecia. Considering what I've been through with my own health and what happened at the Oscars, thousands have reached out to me with their stories. I'm using this moment to give our alopecia family an opportunity to talk about what it's like to have this condition and to inform people about what alopecia actually is. Now, about Oscar night, my deepest hope is that these two intelligent, capable men have an opportunity to heal, talk this out, and reconcile. The state of the world today, we need them both. And we all actually need one another more than ever. Until then, Will and I are continuing to do what we have done for the last 28 years. And that's keep figuring out this thing called life together. Thank you for listening. You see... See, playing that clip, bro, I'm not going to lie, Jada Pickett-Smith. Shout out to you. Shout out to Will. Shout out to y'all family. Now, before I get in your ass, I'm just going to just bring out the positive shit. No one ever gave Will Smith, like he wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Nobody ever gave Will Smith shit. He worked for everything he got. That's a fact. Jada Pickett-Smith as well, too. She wasn't raised with a silver spoon in her mouth. You know, her mom had a, you know, a, a interesting past, you know, so she basically had to work for it. Her mom couldn't give her nothing. I think her mom was, you know, battling um, a drug addiction, which she, sh- um, that, which she shifted her life around. Shout out to her. Um, and, you know, Will and Jada definitely had, definitely had some, you know, some interesting things going on in their marriage, but, you know, they got beautiful kids, their kids are doing their thing, shout out to them, you know what I'm saying, they work for everything they had, they are the definition of a black couple working and, you know, getting to it, so I, I would never take anything away from them from that aspect, now let me get in your ass real quick, Jada, see, this is my thing, right? And, and and y'all could correct me if I'm wrong, but this is my opinion. You feel me? That episode of the alopecia, it was a great episode. Like I said, um, rest in peace to the to the to the little girl that uh committed suicide because she was getting bullied about her alopecia in school. Shout out to her mom. Shout out to her dad. Shout out to her little sister as well too. 
Um, you know, it was a good episode. She also had a doctor on that episode as well, too, just to break down alopecia. She had certain, um, you know, females talk about their alopecia, talk about their journey. Um, also, a lot of men came into the Red Table Talk over the, um, you know, video chat and talked about their experience with alopecia. It was a great episode. But, you know, someone... I'm, I am really want to talk about the Oscar shit that she was talking about. Jada, you did not write that fucking speech. You did not write that. And listen, round of applause. <laughs> round of applause, bro. <laughs> round of applause for, for whoever really wrote that piece. Piece of beautiful, piece of beautiful work. Like, that's a, that was a beautiful... I ain't gonna lie. Whoever wrote that, that was a beautiful piece of work. That was the a beautiful ass letter that you that that you read. That you ain't you ain't write that shit. You ain't let me just be honest with you, right? And this is my opinion. Now y'all can say something different. Y'all can feel something different. But this is my opinion. You had alopecia. And me and Crystal was talking about this too. Me and Crystal was talking about this. I don't know the age limit of when you can have alopecia. So I, I can't speak of when you got it. I don't know if you got it when you was a little girl. I don't know if you got it as an adult. I don't know. It could be different forms of alopecia. I don't know about it, right? But, excuse me, y'all. You had alopecia for a little minute. And... You decided to talk about alopecia now, right? I don't know if it was an alopecia month. I don't know if it was an alopecia awareness month or something like that. I didn't hear about it. I don't know about it. But you talked about alopecia now. And for some some way, you snuck that Oscar night inside the inside the alopecia shit. You, you see what she trying to do there? I'm not going to lie. When you when you are grown when you are a grown woman when you are a grown man, you know what's one thing that you have to do. You have to take accountability. You see, <laughs> that Oscar shit. It wasn't even about the alopecia. That's 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 the crazy thing about it too. You feel me? And I feel like Jada is doing something right now. It's like she is basically trying to use this alopecia. As a escape route for her family. Well, her her husband. Let me not say her family. Let's say her her husband. She's trying to use this alopecia shit as a escape goat. Like, this is why Will slapped him. Will slapped him because, look, if I bring someone mother on my red table, red table talk, this child, and rest in peace to her again, this child killed herself. If I bring another person on a video screen and say, you know, they got bullied for alopecia and they got bullied for alopecia, this is why Will did what he had to do. That's why he slapped him because I don't want to be a victim of getting bullied. No, 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 no. See, it wasn't about that. And see, this is what Jada is trying to do. She's trying to confuse y'all. She's trying to, you know, fuck with your head. You can't fuck with my head, though, because this is what people do on a regular basis. See, me, I'm a realist. I catch shit like that. 
You talked about alopecia and then you want to, okay, about Oscar night. We don't care about Oscar night. Oscar night is gone now. You see how the shit is dying down? That Will Smith and the Oscar shit is dying down right now. Why do you, again, have to go full-fledged right back into Oscar night? You know why she's trying to do that? Because she, if she talk about alopecia and then she talk about Oscar night, then we could all be on their side saying, oh, that's why Will slapped him because look, she she got a lot of victims on her red table talk because they got bullied for alopecia. So Chris Rock was bullying her. So it's okay that Will slapped him. So we're, we're, we're all, we're, we're team Will and Jada again. No, 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 no. That's not why. Come on, bro. You need to take accountability. First of all, <laughs> you first of all, you owe Chris Rock an apology as well too. This is a this is my thing, right? And people will say, "Whoa, why 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 you owe Chris Rock an apology?" Now you do. I feel like both of y'all do. See, Will, he didn't even give Chris Rock an apology. He wrote first of all, he didn't even write that statement. I know for a fact Will Smith didn't write that statement. His team wrote that statement, like the, like their fucking team wrote this shit from Jada Pickett Smith as well, too. Bro, take accountability. Be honest. Be real. All you had to say was about Oscar Knight. I gave my husband a look and looked at him with a nigga, you ain't gonna do nothing. And that's why Will Smith went up there. And, and, and smack Chris Rock. It don't have nothing to do with the alopecia. Because let me tell you something. When Chris Rock said that trash ass joke. You, you would have thought the crowd did this. No actually. The people in the Oscars really did. It wasn't even that funny. Nigga I didn't even laugh. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. Corny. The thing about it is, too, I mean, yes, it was a joke about your head. But you see how she's trying to use the, the alopecia game into the, oh, see, see, that's why my husband slapped him. It, see, it, it goes deeper than that. Because you know what? A little girl you know, passed away because of bullying. And you know what? I understand. And you know what? I feel for that little girl. But let me tell you something, though. These people that that saying they got bullied, they got way worse than what Chris Rock said to you. Take accountability. You looked at Will Smith and you said, bro, you ain't going to check him. That's why he did it. Will Smith slapped him to save his manhood. It was nothing about the. It don't have nothing to do about the joke. It don't got nothing to do about the alopecia. Because let me tell you something, that 12-year-old girl that killed herself with the alopecia, people were slapping her in the head. People was taking her wig off. Her parents bought her wig. They was taking it off. They called her various names, Mr. Clean, Mrs. Clean. She looked like an alien. You see, that's bullying right there. That is some trauma shit. And she's 12 years old. When you are a grown ass woman, and I'm not saying you're too old to not oh you what do, does age matter? Nah, see age you could you could still get bullied at at any age, and you could still feel how you feel. And and I understand being a black female, and one thing that black females are really sensitive is about that their hair and their head and shit like that. I understand that, but you have to understand though, Chris Rock is Chris Rock. Not saying it makes it right, but my nigga, Chris Rock is corny. 
He's corny. That corny ass joke. But here you are, you know, talking about about Oscar night. We need both of them. We need this and that. Well, if you need both of them, why you ain't reach out? Why your husband ain't reach out? Man, take accountability, Jada Pickett Smith, and take accountability, Will Smith. Man, listen, Will Smith is not even man enough to hit that man and say, yo, listen, my, my bad. You feel me? Take accountability. You you still lying. And this, and that's why people don't respect y'all, because y'all niggas be lying. Oh, he slapped him because I'm, you know, because he didn't like, he thought I was getting bullied, and he did not slap you about that. It was It did not have nothing to do about alopecia, bro. Chris Rock is not the type of person to joke on, on, on people about some alopecia. You feel what I'm saying? He joked about your head. Okay, you have alopecia. But he joked about your head. You feel me? I mean, and you, you're still trying to carry around this narrative like, this is my thing. She's carrying around a narrative basically without saying it. Because this is what she's saying without saying it. She's basically saying, well, you know what? I'm going to talk about alopecia and I'm going to bring up Oscar night so I can make everybody be on my side. And I, and this is the reason why. So after we watch that Red Table talk about people talking about alopecia and people talking about bullying, then we could all have hate eyes on Chris Rock because everybody was having a hate eyes on me and my husband. So guess what? I'm going to flip the script around and, and have this alopecia episode and then we could all have hate eyes towards Chris Rock because you bullied her. Man, listen. Take accountability, Jada Pickett Smith. That's how I feel. If y'all feel different, it is what it is. That's how I feel about the whole situation. I just think that she's really just trying to get people on Team Will and Team Jada Pickett Smith again. Because remember, they had the world by storm. There was relationship goals. And you see how quick that shit changed? So, I mean, y'all just tell me how y'all feel about that. I mean, that's how I feel type shit. But I could be wrong, but that's just how I feel about it. Um, real quick too, ending off the podcast. If y'all niggas watch P Valley, let's go. <laughs> now P Valley is back on. You feel me? Season fucking two, episode one. I'm not going front P Valley. I'm gonna talk my shit about y'all too. I'm not gonna lie. And I, I I watched it and shit, and I watched it with Crystal. Well, I didn't watch it with Crystal. I watched it and, you know, for me, Crystal woke up and watched it. It was a cool episode, but I'm not going to lie. Now that I think about it, you niggas really owe us another episode. Y'all really sat down and been away for like a good, how like two and a half years and then going to give us that one fucking episode. I'm not saying the episode was trash, but I'm not going to lie, my nigga. Like, y'all, I think y'all owe us. Y'all owe us some shit. I ain't gonna front. Y'all made a nigga sit down for three, two, two years of shit like that for that one meagly ass episode. And I'm not gonna front that episode. Episode one, it was cool. It wasn't that. I ain't gonna front. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Episode one wasn't it wasn't even that good. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry. It wasn't that good. I'm not gonna lie. That wasn't that good. Because I'm not gonna lie. That's like euphoria coming back on and giving, giving us a mid-ass episode to start off the season. I'm not gonna front. I would be mad as shit. Euphoria, if you niggas do that, if you niggas pop back on, pop back out on the scene, first of all, we ain't gonna have another fucking Euphoria season in three more years. So that's, I'm mad about that. But if Euphoria, if you ever, 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 just listen to me real quick, if you ever do this shit that P Valley did, count your fucking days. I'm not gonna front P Valley. I'm in my feelings a little bit because I, I love y'all. 
You feel me? Shout out to you feel me? Shout out to Lil Murder, Uncle Clifford, Mercedes, uh, Miss Mississippi, Haley. Shout out to all y'all. But I'm not going front. That first episode got me a little bent. That shit could have been way better than what it is, my nigga. I was expecting a lot more shit. You know, I ain't see strippers. I ain't see females popping their ass. I ain't see Lil Murder rapping and shit for a long time. And y'all gonna give me this fucking pussy land ass episode. Now, it, it was cool, but I ain't gonna front that episode was mid as shit. Y'all old, y'all old, I ain't gonna lie, that second episode is trash. I'm really gonna be on y'all ass, P, um, P Valley. I ain't gonna front, but I'ma I'm I'm stick it out because I love that fucking show. You feel me? I'ma stick that shit out type shit. But other than that, man, I ain't gonna front. Niggas is done. Episode 19 is in a fucking bag. I'm not going front. Like I said, this shit was hella weird. That fucking Crystal wasn't here Cause usually she dead ass Be staring me down in my face and shit You know what I'm saying We be having this Deep conversations Hopefully next week Not even hopefully But next week though We gonna have a A better ass podcast She got some shit on her book That she gotta tell me And shit like that But um You feel me I definitely wanna tell y'all too man Shout out to the real listeners Shout out to the real fucking supporters man Y'all niggas do not know How hard it is To come on this shit every week and drop a fucking pod. I'm not going front. That shit is the most difficult shit you could do. Number one, you have to be in the mood. Number two, you got to be motivated. And number three, you got to have something to keep you motivated type shit. So I'm not going to lie, y'all. Y'all the niggas that keep me motivated. Uh, You feel me? The real listeners. Y'all the niggas that keep me motivated. Shout out to y'all. Um, And I ain't going front, man. Like, it's just about that time type shit. You know what I'm saying? Crystal not here type shit. But we'll definitely see y'all on the next one. Make sure y'all listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Shout out to Inga, our sponsor. You already know what it is. Episode 19 the fucking bag. I love y'all, my nigga. Until next time. Yes, sir. Sometimes I question whether this shit matters Putting substance into something in the world So used to instant gratification I found this instrumental on my phone while on vacation Eve sent it a year ago or so I probably heard it before But slept on it, you know Shit don't always connect as soon as you press play At times you gotta step away Do some living Let time provide a new prescription Giving truer vision I dibble dabble in a few religions My homie constantly telling me about Quran Putting me on I read a few pages and recognize the wisdom in it But I ain't got the discipline for sticking with it now i'm on the way to london got a show for seven digits i'm wondering just when did i become my biggest critic i want to be my biggest fan like how i was when didn't nobody know my jams today my son said dad let go my hand reminded me one day he's gonna be his own man and my job is to make sure he's equipped i gotta make sure he not no bitch because niggas bound to try him if i said i was the toughest growing up i would be lying i had a fear of getting punched while everybody eyeing add to that a constant fear of dying by gunshot wound or other violent type of I kept a tough demeanor on the surface But was mostly just pretending Luckily my bluff was working way more often than not But sometimes a nigga pulled my car Trying to expose me for a fraud And with my reputation at stake I was scuffling just to save face Couple wins, couple losses Some broken up, too quick to call it My last scrap was with Puff Daddy Who would've thought it? I bought that nigga album in 7th grade And played it so much You would've thought my favorite rapper was Puff Back then I ain't no shit Now I know too much Ignorance is bliss, and innocence is just ignorance Before it's introduced to currency and clips Of bad licks that have a nigga serving three to six Shit Soldiers, soldiers.